Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show. Let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed the Strictly Anonymous Podcast yet on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. <laughs> if you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous because I change everybody's voices. People make up phony names. You could call me from a phony number. I don't care even to know who... You are when you call in. I don't do intel. I don't want to see your pic of your face or anything like that. I just want to hear your true story. So if you have an interesting, naughty, uh, true story that you want to talk about while be while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, you could be on my show. Go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. If you want to call into my confessions hotline and leave a confession, you can. The number is 347-420-3579, 347-420-3579. Those are edited. The voices are changed over there. I take out phone numbers if you leave them. Just make sure you're in a quiet place. You got four minutes to leave a message if you need longer. Just call back. I edit them together. Uh, all of those anonymous confessions are on my Patreon. You're going to want to go join my Patreon, not only to listen to all those anonymous confessions. There's hundreds of them on there. You get all the anonymous pics of all of my hot female guests who have been on the show. They all send me hot, sexy pics of themselves. Those are on my Patreon. You get Q&As where I answer all kinds of questions. But the best thing that you get on my Patreon that people love the most is access to my private discord where everybody's getting super naughty x-rated you could do whatever you want on discord it's a place where my like the people that are on it could post their own stuff and get x-rated you could email people post stuff talk to people post videos people are hooking up on there i am getting emails all the time oh so and so i hooked up with so and so i don't get involved in my discord but there's a big community over there over 1800 people you only get access to it if you join my Patreon and it's only $5 a month for all of that. The link to my Patreon will be in the description. It's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. It's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. I will leave all the links and the phone number and the email and all that shit in the description. So today I have on Ginger. Ginger called in before her episode was 687. She's a hot wife. Her and her husband are in the lifestyle. But one thing she had never done, which I'm surprised because she's been in the lifestyle for a while, is go to a hotel takeover. And she went to one recently and she wanted to call in and talk about that, give some tips about going to them. Also talk about some, an experience with one of her bulls that she had recently. So that's what this episode is all about. Mostly we talk about that hotel takeover experience. She explains how she found out about it, why she had never been to one, why she wound up at one, what was going on when she went there. She really breaks it down, like how the hotel was set up and all the different rooms, what she wore, what other people wore, what the demographics were of the people there. And then exactly what went down. They didn't know what they were going to do going in. Nothing was off the table. They're a pretty open couple. They've kind of been there, done that. They've done a lot of stuff. If you want to hear her first episode and hear all the stuff she's done, that's 687. But on this one, they did wind up doing stuff. Like I said, they went in not knowing if they were going to, but nothing was off the table. 
she did have some girl on girl action. She met another redhead there. She's ginger. She's a redhead too. <laughs> she was hot for her. She had some girl on girl action and then they did a couple swap. They also for the first time had sex in front of people and it was all great. She loved it. She had a great time at the whole tell takeover it's now going to be something that she does on a regular basis they had never been to like parties or swingers clubs like i said this was the first time they even had sex in front of other people even though they had been with other people and couple swapped and all that kind of stuff just never in a public place like this and she, they were totally down and had a ton of fun she goes into details about everything that went out down there and then we talk about her bull she mentioned her bull on the last episode. He was in town recently. Uh, they wound up meeting up at a hotel. This time it was just her and her bull and her guy there with the camera. That's what her guy likes to do. He likes to film and watch. That's how he edges out. I mean, he doesn't really participate, but she got it on with her bull. Her bull happens to be into feet. So she always is doing foot jobs for him. She talks about exactly what went down between them at that experience. And then at the end, we talk about how and why she got involved in OnlyFans. She does post stuff up there. She talks about what she posts, as well as gives some tips about why hotel takeovers are so great to go to. And her little tips for that, that's towards the end. All of her links to everything will be in the description. I have super hot photos of her over on my Patreon. This is her little update, Ginger. You're going to love it. I'm going to be right back on with Ginger. Podcast. Uh, hi, Ginger. Welcome back to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you today? Hi, Kathy. I'm wonderful. Thank you so much for having me again. Ginger, you were on before your episode of 687. I'll put that number in the description. You uh, opened up your marriage. You're now a hot wife. If people want to get your whole backstory, they should listen to that episode. It's super interesting. It was 687. You also came on to do a girl talk episode where we just talked about hot wifing and stuff like that with another guest that I had on Lucy. That was 697. People could go listen to that. We are going to talk about some updates because on your last episode, I mean, you recently opened up your marriage and everything, right? Like in the past. Right. Yeah. So now you did make a move into the whole hotel takeover scenario. We're going to talk about that. You went to your first yeah. one. And so you have been doing it for a while, but you never did that before. And right. you have been still seeing your bull. So we're going to get some stories with your bull. But let's talk about your first hotel takeover. How come you never did that before? It was kind of a, a time thing and being able to, they are, they can be kind of expensive. So oh, really? uh, it depends on what group you go with. And a lot of them have different price tiers. So they'll have like general admission where you just get admission to the hotel party and maybe if they have a party at a club or something like that. And then others will have a, a different price point for if you want to get a room or if you want to host a room for the room crawl. Those can all be different things. So it's the lifestyle's fun, but it's not cheap. Right, if you want to go, especially if it's not in your area. And now, why don't you tell people real quick where and how you found out about the hotel takeover? Right, well, really you have to find the group that puts them on. And we had run across them a few years ago when we first really opened up and started exploring mm -hmm. uh, things more. And I had been talking to the person who puts it together and runs it for a while. And I had reached out to them when I heard that they were having a Halloween party. 
And we figured, why not give it a shot? Uh, It was only about an hour away, so it's not too bad for us. But quick question, because you didn't really answer the first question. Where do you find that group to begin with? Like, you're like, you have to find the group first. Well, where do you find the fucking group? Was it on FetLife or SLS? Like, how do you find anything about this kind of stuff? FetLife is a good place to start if you're already on there. Some groups will also post on like Instagram and X. There are other apps, not necessarily, well, yeah, maybe some of the the more lifestyle dating apps and things like that. Sometimes different groups will have profiles on there where they they post about the parties and things like that that they have coming up. So they're like hotel takeover group parties. That's how you know. They're kind of like a group. It's a group profile that you're looking for, not a person. Yes. And they are all across the United States. Yeah. You can find them in really any major city. Now, so the one that you found and the one that you were going to go to, the one during, I guess it was Halloween, was that in your area so that you don't, it winds up being cheaper because you don't need to stay overnight and get a hotel? We had considered that, but the first time, our first time going, we figured, let's just go and kind of see if we like it, see what it's like, just experience it for the first time. Let's not get a room, Mm -hmm. which in hindsight now was a bit of a mistake seeing that it was an hour away from where we live. But still, the the hour is better than a two-hour, three-hour drive for sure. Okay, so you go there, and what is your first hotel takeover experience like? What exactly goes down? Well, we went out to the hotel, and they had the lobby set up. I guess they have a personal relationship with the people who own the hotel. They've hosted them there plenty of times before. So the entire hotel is used just for this party. Okay. And the whole lobby was set up as like a dance floor club type area, couches and chairs and refreshments, things like that. Um, And then the rooms on the first floor, all of them were taken by people who were hosting for the room crawl. So that's where you go from room to room and a lot of them are decorated with different themes and they all have kind of like their thing. No, I don't know. I've never been to one. Paint that picture. I mean, do you get the themes ahead of time so you can participate or you just walk in and they're decorated and like one's a jungle? I mean, what do you mean by themes? (laughs) Literally like that. Everything is different. Mm -hmm. Um, There wasn't a set theme for the party itself. So people had their own thing going on. There was one that was like a haunted house. It was very like spooky, but um, there was black and red lace all over the place. And another one was set up a little more spacey. Like outer uh, space? Black lights and neon and stuff like that all over. There was like a, a jungle themed room. So people just kind of do whatever whatever goes with their costume, I guess you could say. Oh, that's kind of fun. Now, did you wear a costume or was there an overall theme or do you just go dressed like scantily clad? What did you wear? There was no overall theme, but I mean, they do encourage like sexy costumes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mine, I just kind of put something together. I called myself a, a demon baby, fallen angel, whatever. I had these red sparkly wings and an outfit, cute outfit and heels. I didn't want to go in in lingerie because it was a little chilly outside. So you go and the whole place is 
dedicated to the hotel takeover. That's why they call it a takeover. So you're not going right. to bump into a family. <laughs> which, no. Thank God. That would no, be fucked everybody up. Everybody that was allowed on the property that evening was there for the party. And they had hired security and things like that. So it was a very safe, well put together environment. Now remind me about your and your guys, your husband's setup. What are you guys planning on doing or not doing when you get there? Is he allowed to play with other people? I know you do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We had decided that we would kind of play it by ear. Mm-hmm. But I was bound and determined to find a, a female for him to have some fun with. That okay. Night. So there's nothing off the table, though, going into this. You guys are pretty much you've swapped and done things with other people. So it's not like, oh, you can't be with someone and only I can or vice versa or anything. It's kind of like you've been doing this for a while. You're going in and you're good to go with anything. Yeah, basically our only hard and fast roles that we play together and never separate. Like I was not going to find somebody and go off into a separate room or anything like that. That's just not how we do in general. Now, how many people were at this hotel takeover you think around? Oh my gosh, a lot. I would say probably close to 150, 200 people. It was big. I was very impressed with the turnout that they had. And what were the demographics of those people? Like age range, like just across the board, everything you can imagine? Completely everywhere from early 20s to, I'd say, 60s Mm -hmm. even. Mm -hmm. Yeah, literally everybody. All age ranges, all races, nationalities, all different relationship setups. There was, I mean, I really, I didn't see everybody, obviously. There's a little bit from that night that I don't remember as well. (laughs) I partied a, a little bit harder than I usually would. I was having a great time. But there was, yeah, it was literally... Anything that you could be or any type of person that you could be attracted to or be looking for or people that you're even interested in in voyeuristically watching, they were there. Wow. Um, So something for everybody, really. Absolutely. Something for everybody. Everywhere. Like I said, there was a lot of people there. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Yeah. Now for you, what was that experience like? And then we're going to get down to like how far you guys went and everything. But like when you're walking in and there's all these people and this is the first time it's like 150 people. Is it like overwhelming? Was it information overload? Was it the biggest fucking turn on? All of the above, honestly. Uh We took a couple of laps down the hallway up and down, just kind of observing Mm -hmm. and 
kind of seeing the different rooms and seeing the different people and stuff like that. We joke that it's hard for us to go very many places in the city we live in without running into somebody that we know. And that happened there as well. So oh, that no was way. Kind of funny. Who was it? It was a friend of my husband's. I don't want to say friend necessarily, but, but somebody. Knows. Yeah, an, an acquaintance for a long time um, that knows us outside of the lifestyle. We just hear somebody shouting his name down the hallway. We turn around and look and oh my there's this familiar face. We're like, oh, okay, that's a little awkward. Yeah, but you know, he's there, you're there. Yeah, now, now who was he with, his partner or was he a solo guy there? Oh, no, he was there with his partner, who I had never met before. So that was cool. Okay, so you bump into someone you know, you're walking around. And now when you're walking on that and checking out the rooms and stuff, like inside those rooms were like people getting it on. Are you seeing like people having sex already? Is that going down right away? Or does that not happen till like way later in the evening? That was way later in the evening. This was more like an everybody meeting everybody. Yeah, interesting. Um, okay. Some rooms had like their signature cocktail or their signature shot that they were passing out. So everybody's just kind of mingling. Um, there was a, I think what would normally be a conference room. And that was set up as like an open playroom uh, with different areas, couches. They had set up a glory hole, which I know you love. Oh, <laughs> do I love them? I don't know. Do I? <laughs> I find them interesting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was different apparatuses set up, a big X that you could be strapped to. Uh -huh. um, there was a spanking platforms. And then there was also tables for people who just wanted to hang out and watch. It was really something there for everybody. They did a really good job in making sure that the desires of anyone could be catered to. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So did you, I'm assuming eventually you started to feel comfortable. It sounds like you started to drink a little bit. When did you start like hooking up? At one point in the evening, they had actually had a bus that took a bunch of people from the hotel to a club. And we all went to the club and partied a little more and had a good time. And that's kind of where people on the bus to the club, people were getting a little a little frisky. You could tell they were they were feeling the drinks they were starting to have and things like that, but not. There was no nudity allowed on the bus. It was a very strict rule. But they're taking you from the hotel takeover to a swingers club. Is that what you're saying? It was uh, a club that had basically shut down so that this group could bring people in for the evening. Yeah. Okay, so they're taking you away from the hotel into the club and then bringing people back and forth. I mean, how do they keep people at both places? I guess there's just enough people. Well, they shuttled people. Um, and it was, they had security in both places. They had set times where you went from the hotel to the club. And then there was a set time that the shuttle buses picked everybody up from the club and took them back to the hotel. Oh, okay. I love it. It's, it sounds like you're like at fucking Disneyland. <laughs> yeah, no, when I said it was really well done, it was really well done. Yeah, these people are professional. Like you said, you they you are. know that they were always putting on parties. and stuff. This was the first one you went to, but it certainly wasn't the first one they put on. Absolutely. No, they've been doing it a very long time. So about how long into it do you start getting super horny? <laughs> that was right away, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> and then as it progressed, a little more, a little more. And we get to the club and we're dancing and having a good time. And 
there wasn't any nudity or sex allowed in the club either. They were, had to be fairly strict about that. But on the bus back to the hotel, I think people had by then completely forgotten the rules. Oh, that's so funny. That bus driver must have seen the difference. Like as he's bringing everyone there, they're all listening and everyone that's coming back isn't. <laughs> so he knows his back tri- his trips back to the hotel are a lot more fun. <laughs> oh, for sure. Oh uh, we get back to the hotel and again, people are, you know, cruising rooms and stuff. And by then you're, there's definitely people hooking up in the rooms and stuff. And if they wanted a more private time, they would close their door. But if they didn't mind people coming in and watching or possibly joining then they would leave their door open right. so we just went in and out of the rooms and kind of tickled our our voyeur's side for a while uh, and I think that got both of us really turned on so then we went down the hall to the open play room and we're like well let's see what's going on down here <laughs> yeah there's probably a lot going on down there with all those things it's all in one room right that big conference room so you could see everything everything mm-hmm so we sat there at the tables for a while watching, and he had brought a flogger with him that he was generously offering people who look like they might want to use it. Your husband? <laughs> yes. Oh, that's so funny. Okay. And we had, I kind of had my eye on Wait, I can't hear you. You sound like you're under the water. Sorry. I kind of had my eye on this couple since earlier in the evening. And she was a really, really hot redhead. And I knew my head that would drive my husband crazy. Yeah, because you're not and called Ginger for no reason. You're a redhead, too. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and he never liked redheads until he met me. So now it's it's a total fetish for him. Huh? I had a guy on recently that had a ginger haired girl fetish i didn't know that that was a thing but this guy like had it it wasn't your husband either (laughs) yeah i guess it totally is a thing yeah because it's rare you know what i mean i think maybe that it's like something that maybe a lot of people haven't ever experienced before so now you find this girl and she's super hot and do you find her partner to be attractive too i did yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, and i was watching them with another couple for a while and then my husband and I decided to go over onto one of the benches and play ourselves for a bit. So we did, and that was the first time I had ever had sex in a room with other people like that. Oh, really? Like, period. Yeah. Anytime that I had done that around people that I wasn't also involved with. So that was a completely new thing for, for me. I wasn't, that was one of the things I wasn't too sure how I would feel about Uh in the moment. And at the time, believe it or not, I can be a little shy at first. Uh It takes me some time to warm up. And then once I do, it's like I completely forget that I had any ounce of shyness in me at all. Yeah, I get it. So at this point, I'm finally starting to open up a little more. I'm like, this is actually pretty hot. There's a whole room full of people having sex, and some people are watching each other, and some people are absolutely not paying attention to anybody else at all. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And you got, and what were you doing? You're having sex. Are you right. also paying attention? What kind of couple were you guys? Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm looking around, I was looking around the room, and then we were really into each other, and he decided to, he's, let's stop for a minute and wait. Uh, I don't think that he wanted to to get off quite yet. So 
And I was like, oh, man, I was almost there. I was right in the groove. So I, he was edging me, and I knew it. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we went and sat down on the couch for a little while from to see the room from a different side. And then we start talking to this couple, and they were really nice. Um, thought that she was really attractive and stuff like that. And my husband start he sits me down on this like ottoman and he starts going down on me and he's on there for a few minutes i'm really enjoying myself and he looks over at her and he goes you want to help now had you ever been with a woman before i don't remember oh yeah okay yeah mm-hmm. she's yeah sure i've never done that before but i would like to if that's okay with you and she was so sweet about it I was like wait you've never so I'm good with it if you're okay with it and I had never been somebody's first for that before so that was pretty I thought that was pretty cool did she do a good job (laughs) she did a pretty damn good job for her first time (laughs) there you go (laughs) well maybe girl I don't know I feel like they say that sometimes about guys oh the guys give the best blowjobs because they know what a blowjob feels with feels like so maybe girls are better at eating pussy than guys I don't know because they're you know they know what feels good sometimes a guy doesn't know what the fuck he's doing down there (laughs) I mean it's still even good then but that's true my husband will tell other guys that if they want to learn how to eat pussy the right way they need to watch lesbian porn (laughs) so she did so she did a good job she went down on you and it was great it was great yeah Mm -hmm. so that I was like do you mind if I return the favor because by that I'm super turned on yeah and she's yeah sure so I went down on her for a little bit and then her partner came back and we were all just sitting there talking for a little bit longer and my husband had disappeared and then he comes back and he's hey I got somebody who wants to hang out with you and I look up and it was that other redhead and her partner and in my head I'm going fuck yeah (laughs) (laughs) he was he was into it yeah totally um so her and I start making out and um going down on each other and stuff like that and then they asked if we wanted to swap. Um, so we did. And I wound up with her partner. And well, at first I was laying kind of in her lap and he was going down on me and then um, fucking me. And then she got up to go with my husband to the other couch. So we're on one side of the room and they're on the other side of the room. And the other couple that we had been talking to are sitting there watching. And by this time, I had no idea that the entire rest of the room had cleaned out and everybody had either gone upstairs or left. So we're the last ones in this open playroom. And we closed out the night in there. So it's the four of you, but then also another couple. So it's six of you in there, correct? The the one couple that was watching stay and watch. Yep. They were Mm -hmm. staying and, and watching us have a good time and... I got off and got my partner off first, and then we're we're sitting there watching them, and then they got off and finished, and then everybody was kind of making a mad scramble for the rest of their clothing. Oh, my God. Where's my shorts? Where's my shoes? Yeah, the heat of passion. You don't know what the fuck's going on with that stuff, and then now you're all done. 
Like yeah, especially shit. when furniture gets moved across the room. Oh, you that's so funny. You have to remember where you were. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so we had a really, really good time. And so you swapped, right? Like that, you never wound up with the other couple, right? They just watched. But you and the couple, the you hooked up with the girl. She hooked up with your guy. You hooked up with her guy. Did you ever go upstairs into any of those rooms and partake in any of the stuff that was going on up there? We did not because we didn't have a room. Right. And by then all the public areas were closed. And we were kind of just totally okay with not and and taking it one thing at a time for our first party. It's that's not to say that if we hadn't if we had met somebody who's like, Hey, we have a room, do you guys want to come upstairs and join us? We may have. Uh-huh. Uh but at this point it was like two thirty, three o'clock in the morning and all I can think of is I still have a babysitter at home making sure that my kids are okay. Yeah, I get it. I mean, you and listen, it's not like you didn't do anything. You guys fucked in front of people. You had some hot girl-on-girl action. You did a full couple oh, yeah. swap. I mean, that's pretty good. It's a good night. It was a, a really good night, especially for our first time. Yeah, 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 for sure. Because, I mean, listen, I, I would understand if you said you just went and watched. But I think because you guys are more experienced already and you sure. had it, you know, it's not like this was your first time in the lifestyle at all. You've been in it for a while, but it was your first hotel takeover. So exactly. I, I think I would have been surprised if you didn't do anything because you guys are kind of professionals already. But it's interesting that you had never been before. Now, now that you went and you did it. And you know how this group runs their takeovers. Do you feel like you'll definitely be going back again? Oh, for sure. And now you like them. I would definitely do more parties. Yeah. They've got some other smaller events and things like that that we may try to get out for. But the larger parties are kind of something we have to save up a little bit of money for as we go ahead of time in order to to make sure that we can make it happen, babysitter and get all the stuff that comes along with it. Eventually, I'd like to get to where we can get a room and just stay. And then we don't have to worry about it. Yeah. I mean, maybe you would have went to some of those parties or, or those rooms if you were staying that night, but you still had that one hour drive. So now tell me about your bull. I know you had some bull stories, your regular bull. I mean, you have that kind of hot wife scenario set up with your guy too. I mean, that's... A, a dynamic you guys enjoy, correct? It is, yes. Oh, and this one, actually, is the one that I had talked about in the last episode I was on. I had been talking to him, and we were planning on seeing each other the next time he came to town. And there was two others that I was talking to at the time, and they both fell through in some very strange ways. One of them had no communication skills, and the other one, I'm pretty positive, was a total fake, which is upsetting and unfortunate but it happens a lot in I can the imagine West. yeah I can imagine mm-hmm. a lot of wasted time oh yeah absolutely plus you're like and I spent time trying to cultivate a, a cool experience and clearly the other person is not what you thought yeah and, and probably maybe was never even ever going to be meeting you yet you're going in thinking that this is gonna culminate in something like what a fucking right. waste of time Sure. Yeah. And honestly, there's that, that hopefulness. Anytime you start talking to somebody that's a, a possibility, a, a possible connection for a future hookup, there's always that thought that what if this person isn't real? What if it's too good to be true? So you kind of, you have to 
think about that from the beginning. You have to understand that that's going to happen a lot. And you kind of also have to assume that everybody's fake until they prove that they're not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You have to manage your expectations. I would assume it's slightly less devastating than when you're single and that happens. Because listen, at the oh, end of the sure. day, even when this person bull doesn't want show up, you still got your primary, right? I think like that, that's probably what makes it not as bad as these poor single girls that go through that kind of bullshit. Because that's the worst. Yeah. I mean, I can still go home and fuck my frustration out on my husband. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So your bull that you were talking to, so I'm assuming you wind up actually meeting him. He winds up being real, this guy, the, the bull yes. that we're going to talk about. Yes. I had hooked up with him a couple other times before. Mm -hmm. We had gone and, and hung out with him. And then he was in town on business. So I had to work that day. And I had to take all of my stuff. I had to take my clothes and my makeup to work with me because I had exactly an hour, an hour window that I was going to be able to get myself ready. You mean after? You mean in between work and you going to meet this guy? Now, are you going with your husband or are you going solo? I forget how you guys play. We only go together. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, yeah, so I have an hour window that I'm able to get myself completely ready before he's going to pick me up. Mm -hmm. And I can do some of my touch-ups, uh, my makeup and things like that in the car or whatever, but it's not a whole lot of time. And my husband sends me a text message and it's a picture of a message that he had gotten from him in the app that we communicate on. Yeah. And he said, Hey, ask her to dress normally. Because my company has the whole hotel and I'm trying to be incognito. Oh my God. Wait, so you're going to meet him in a hotel and he's traveling for business and all of his coworkers are there. Oh my yes. God. <laughs> I hope you brought normal clothes with you. I mean, because you did have a change of clothes, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I, I tried to be as normal. I came from work yeah, as that's I possibly good. Yeah. could. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, and then I had my outfit underneath. So we go to the hotel and we go upstairs and he answers the door and he like looks outside to make sure nobody else is coming down the hallway. And we go in and he closes the door and says hi to us. And I would grab my stuff and I was like, I'll be right back. And I go to the bathroom and I take off my outer layer and I do a complete change in about two minutes. Yeah. And I come out, and he looks at me, he's, damn, that was fast. I was like, no, I was wearing this underneath my my work clothes. <laughs> yeah. So we had a drink, and we were talking a little bit. And because I had just recently been on your show, I was kind of putting the feelers out there to see how he would feel about it. I was like, so I just wanted to let you know that I totally bragged about you on a podcast <laughs> oh my god what do you say and he goes oh really you did and i was like huh and he's like how did that go i said they love it he yeah. goes oh well good now let's make some new content to put up there for them to love <laughs> oh my god that's awesome do you think he went and listened to it did you tell him like the name and stuff or no he didn't ask uh my husband did drop I, 
he did tell him. He did say the name of the podcast, but I don't know if he was really listening or paying attention. So yeah, I yeah. really have no idea. Yeah, it's interesting. Okay, go on. So he's let's make some new let's make some new stories for your next episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I had these killer boots on. I have I am not one of those girls who spends a lot of money on shoes and purses. Mm-hmm. I'm very thrifty when it comes to my wardrobe in general, just because. Mm -hmm. But I had fallen in love with these shoes years ago. And I don't know what it is about them, but when I put them on, it is like magic. Because I go from feeling normal to the sexy-ass bitch in the world when I put these things on. You're going to have to send me a picture of those boots from my Patreon so we can see them. I will do that. Yeah, 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 Um, for sure. Are they like thigh highs or are they like, what What kind of boots are they? No, they're just up over the ankle, but the heel looks like a human spine. Oh. And they're made oh out of vegan God. leather. <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah, now you definitely have to send the picture. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll definitely send you a picture. They yeah. are incredible. I love them so much. Um, so I had them on mm-hmm. and he absolutely loved them. Yeah. Um. But he was like, well, or I was sitting in his lap for a little while and he's looking at him. He's like, those are really, really hot. Can I take them off and massage your feet? Like, I'm going to tell you no about a foot massage. Absolutely. Have at it. (laughs) So he does. And after a while, the foot massage turned into me being in a million different positions and I had, my mouth was so dry from gasping for air so much that I had to make him stop so my husband could give me a bottle of water because I could not breathe. Wow. But the whole time while he's like banging you in all different positions, I'm assuming that's what you mean, right? Is your husband sitting there watching? Is he filming? Is he jerking off? Is he directing things? He likes to watch and film, and sometimes he'll be like, hey, move your hair out of the way or something like that. But usually, I mean, he's just kind of like the camera guy. And if we move from one side of the room to the other, he'll move out of the way and make sure that he's got whatever angle and stuff like that. So now he he enjoys doing that. But he never participates. Not usually in those situations. He has once before where I gave him a blowjob while the other guy was fucking me from behind. But Mm -hmm. that's typically not the the scenario. Right. Okay. He's he's filming and everything. I'm assuming you guys like reclaim afterwards and that's when he gets off. Always. Yeah, 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 for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So he's hot and bothered and edging the whole time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. He loves being able to watch all the videos back and stuff like that. He's, I think that's one of his favorite parts, actually. Like, the making of it, he enjoys that. Uh But I think it's when he gets to watch them back and experience that all over again. That's his his biggest kink in that whole situation. And that's a turn on to me, too, because I see how much he enjoys that. Yeah, I could understand why watching it after it's all said and done is way hotter because he's not he's not holding a camera he's not thinking about your hair he's just able to fucking enjoy it and there you yeah, are his wife experience yeah and there you are his wife like a fucking porn star right that's exactly how he describes it yeah mm-hmm. that's what he, that's what they like that's what these guys that are into this that's what it's all about yeah i think some people start with that as a, a desire 
And then other people develop that over time. And I feel like that was something that he really developed over time. And as far as I'm concerned, that I sometimes, I don't want to say it's weird for me, but sometimes I enjoy watching them back. And then other times I don't because I can be hypercritical of myself. So it kind of depends on how I see myself in the moment as to whether or not I'm able to actually watch them. It's kind of weird, but, you know, I'm, I'm honest. And I feel like, unfortunately, that women, as confident as they are, they do still tend to struggle with that. Oh, for sure. So hypercritical, even if it's one little part of the video where you see your face looking weird or your skin scrunching up, I would be totally like fixated and be horrified. You know what I mean? Like I get it. We're all like neurotic like that. So ridiculous. It sucks. Because obviously guys aren't because look at how they walk around. Oh my God. Most of them just look like shit. Right. Right. Yeah, with their bodies. They're just like, I right. have guy friends that full, look full on three months pregnant, six months pregnant, all eight times of pregnancy, those big bellies <laughs> they get. And yet they have the nerve to complain about girls being unfit. I'm like, you take your clothes off confidently with that fucking belly? <laughs> I mean, and we're like horrified if our skin like folds over once. I mean, it's so crazy. For real. Yeah. Oh, that's so true. That's, I mean, I won't hop on my soapbox, but that's why I, I feel it's super important for women in the lifestyle to support each other and encourage each other and help each other instead of tear each other down because we deal with enough of that shit. Yeah, totally. And do you find that women within the lifestyle are that way or and tend to be that way? It I would think so. Ways. Because it's like I had when I just had a woman on Candy. She did a Where Are They Now episode. I don't know if you listened to her episode. She's very yeah. hardcore. And she came on again with her girl Jasmine. And she was saying, because she's very into women. And I think women that are into women and sleep with them, they're, you know, the least judgy ones about other women. And they're not so catty. And she was saying, like, she loves beautiful women. She never feels jealous or any kind of thing that typically goes down between women right. outside in the vanilla world. There is always that weird, unspoken competition. I'm always like, even when you're walking down the street when you look good not if guys look at you okay guys will look at you like no matter what you fucking look like it's when girls sure. look at you okay that's when you know you look good because girls look that's at right. other girls that look good okay that's how I know right. I look good is when girls are checking me out not when guys are <laughs> well like we said in the uh, girl talk episode I did with Lucy like I I will comment a female genuinely and I know that if a female compliments me that she's being genuine because they're typically not going to go out of their way to be like, Oh, you look amazing. Or I really like this unless they kind of mean it. Yeah, so you're right. right. You look good. If, if the women look at you and if they compliment you or have something nice to say about you. Yeah, for sure. So wait, so go back to that bull experience. So you do everything with that guy that time your guy didn't get it involved. I don't know if I cut you off in the middle of that story. If there was anything more oh, you no, wanted to fine. talk about. Yeah. Well, he really, one of his favorite things is foot jobs. So, of course, I had to oblige because I had given myself a cute little pedicure for him ahead of time. And Oh, really? Because uh, going in, this is your regular guy. You know what he's down for, huh? And that always drives him crazy. So we usually do that in the middle because it turns him on so much. Then it kicks it up like 10 notches when we start actually fucking again. So... 
I'll be honest with you. If I were him, I would have been a little nervous that some of my coworkers heard the noises that were coming out of my hotel room. <laughs> oh my God. Are you loud? <laughs> if I'm not at home, I'm not quiet. <laughs> it's, it must be funny. I really need someone that works in a hotel to call me and tell me all the stories that they hear of stuff because I just feel like people who work in hotels probably see a lot of this kind of stuff going down. Don't you think? <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And especially when other, when people don't think that they see or hear, I'm sure that's when it gets even more interesting. Right. Exactly. So that guy was it now, is he live far away? That's why he was in town. I mean, do you only see him yeah. once in a blue moon? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we don't have any other plans to, to meet up just yet. But that's not to say it, it won't happen. I was kind of looking to find someone else to Put in the Rolodex? Like, how do you phrase that? <laughs> yeah, put in the mix. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What is that called uh, when the, the baseball players sit on the bench, get some more bench guys? <laughs> that's to fill up the bench? That's, yeah. That's a pretty good one. All right, we'll take it. <laughs> fill up the roster. Yeah, you know. the roster. That's I like that. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get more guys on your roster. How yeah. many? How many do you have now besides that one guy? Anyone else? No, because they fell off. Mm -hmm. One of them completely moved and I haven't heard from. And the others turned out to not be real. Yeah, yeah. So I'm still looking. There is one that I have been talking to who's in Las Vegas. But when he was in my city recently, my entire family was pretty sick. So I was busy trying to get everybody healthy again and working before Christmas. It was just really rough timing bad timing yeah yeah everyone's been sick for sure so that didn't work now what apps are you guys on that you go looking for these guys we have three fun there's another one that he's on i don't remember what it's called though and then sometimes we'll just kind of put some feelers out there on other social media platforms and in different groups on x and instagram and stuff like that but then normally if we find somebody that I like, then we'll transfer the conversation over to kick as that makes it a little bit, I feel a little more secure doing it that way, as opposed to having like full on conversations with people over like a, a social media chat. Yeah. Because a kick, it disappears. Is that the whole premise? If you log out of your app, it will. But I think there's also like extra security features and stuff like that. Although it does not prevent necessarily people in your phone contacts from knowing that you're on there. No way. Just FYI. I discovered that one of my family members was on kick. <laughs> and saw that you were? Yes. So that we didn't say anything to each other. But the next time we saw each other at a family gathering, it was kind of one of those, I know, let's not say anything kind of things. Now, <laughs> is that the type of thing where, say, your kid came home and you found out that they were on kick, you know that it's a sexual thing going on? Is that just like what goes down on kick or is do, do I little would kids use it? Assume. Oh, really? No. Okay. Yeah. I don't know yeah, kick at all. I've never been I on it in my life. use it. Oh, okay. Because uh -uh. it is really, if you saw that on your boyfriend or girlfriend's app, or you you would know that they're doing something naughty. Yeah. Okay, good to know. <laughs> I mean, personally, from personal experience, that's that would be my assumption. 
Yeah, I always hear about I don't really know that much about it. Now, because you did say that your guy was filming all that, like, why don't you give, I would think it's like perfect timing before, I know that you said you had some advice for the lifestyle if you want to talk about that, but why don't you talk about the fact that you do have an OnlyFans, right? And you do, I'm assuming your guy tapes it and you put that up for people to watch. Is that what people could see, like you with your bulls? Yes. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I'll post still shots on my, my ex account I'm not quite to where I'm super comfortable posting videos on there yet. I don't know why. I know a lot of people do, but for me, there's just a difference between a, a photo and a video, mm-hmm. colonial fashion. Uh-huh. But my my OnlyFans is where the video clips from those encounters do get put up. I had a little bit of issue with my many vids. I have not posted very much up on there recently. Mm-hmm. But I do take shorter clips from my longer videos and I'll put them up on there. And they're not necessarily in chronological order or anything like that. Um, Just kind of this is what I felt like putting up there. So why don't you give a shout out to your OnlyFans? I will put a link to it in the description. Or, or or if you have a link tree or whatever that has all your links, your X, which is Twitter. If people don't realize X is Twitter, Twitter is X. Do you have a one link link tree kind of a thing? Or do you want to send me your OnlyFans? Like, how do you want to do it? Or And give the shout out. I'll send you both. My username is the same across all those platforms except for X. And it is Jinja, G-I-N-J-A underscore queen. And the only difference on Twitter or X is that there is no underscore. Right. Okay. So Ginger Queen, one underscore on X. But I'll put that information in the description. Now, I just had a guy comment on Instagram the other day, or just today, actually, this morning. And he was like, oh, I love your show, but when... You have content creators on there. It just really takes the fun out of it for me because it's kind of like amateur porn. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. The people that are on my show are are doing this first and then became content creators after. It's not like vice versa. And I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that are doing OnlyFans and doing stuff because they think they're going to make a lot of money and it's all for show and it's either doing it for that reason. But the people that I have on my show have been involved in the lifestyle and doing these kinds of things way before they decided to post it on oh, OnlyFans. Yeah. Like, so oh, I just, yeah, that's first and foremost for sure. You're not doing these things for content. You're doing it because this is what you love to do. You just right. happen to have this because why not? Everybody has it nowadays. That's just the way that it goes. It's not amateur porn anymore. I don't even know how, how amateur porn stays in business anymore because of OnlyFans I mean, now and everything. I guess amateur porn is what happens in everybody's bedrooms. Yeah. So I don't really know what they're complaining about. I actually had somebody tell me recently, and I don't know, I actually wanted to ask you if yeah. it, this is something you've come across before. Yeah. But they told me that they felt like platforms like OnlyFans and things like that should not exist because the women who are creating that content and putting it up there are like porn creating illogical expectations for men. Basically, she tried to tell me that that was a source of relationship issues and that OnlyFans and the people who create content were at fault for people's relationship problems basically 
Yeah, that's ridiculous. I mean, listen, maybe her relationship problems, because maybe she's very vanilla and her guy is looking for somebody like you. And so he's on OnlyFans jerking off to a girl's fucking things. But I mean, find somebody that you're compatible with that likes what you like. There's vanilla people for vanilla people. There's lifestyle people for lifestyle people. If your guy wants to go into OnlyFans and we're talking because this is coming from a girl. So that's why I'm saying your guy, if your guy likes to go there and see girls that are like way more risque than you are, who the fuck cares? What does it matter? It doesn't set up any kind of... You know, unrealistic expectations if he loves you he's probably got chemistry for you too but he likes a little variety that's what girls don't understand it doesn't he's not going to come home and not like you and if he allows the things that he sees to affect your relationship then the problem is with him well then maybe he's with the wrong person and if you don't want to do that but the, the, the what's so interesting about OnlyFans is you do have a lot of people on there, like I said, my guests, who this is what they were doing before. So sorry, right. this is just showing people like what some people are into and what people were doing all the time behind closed doors. You're just getting to peek into it nowadays. And some of us have always been voyeurs and we're just now comfortable in actually putting ourselves out there. And some people are exhibitionists and fucking love it. And it's a turn on to them. Some people yeah. just love sex and they're like, why not make money for it? Because you do what you love and the money follows. It's fucking true. That's how Casey got into it. Casey, one of my most hardcore callers. Some people complain about her. Oh, Casey, she's an OnlyFans. She's a professional. No, actually, she was a girl that just commented on my Instagram. She had never done one kind of content thing ever. I was the one that told her she should do it. I was the one that was like, set up an OnlyFans. And now it's like her professional thing. But that did not come first. That was like a why not? Because this is what you love to do when you're doing it. Like, why not make it your career kind of a thing? And she did. So I've, I've always, I've always been quite a bit of an exhibitionist. Right. And so, and I'll even put some, I'll do photo shoots in like lingerie or implied nudes or things like that just for fun. Because I enjoy creating that content, creating that art. Whether or not I share it or post it anywhere, I might still do it anyway. Right. But this gives me a place to share that with the people who will actually appreciate it. Exactly. And you know that people are watching it. The little exhibitionist in you likes it. In your relationship, you have a guy that enjoys sharing you with other people. So he gets off on it and everyone's happy. And for the girl that says you're ruining her relationship, she just might be with the wrong guy or she's feeling inferior or maybe she's not in touch with her own fantasies. I don't know because to me, it's apples and oranges. Men and women will always be interested in porn or watching other people do things and stuff, but it doesn't necessarily take away from what you have at home. It's, it's, most people can be moderate. It's all in moderation. We all have that human instinct. It's how far or how much of it or what stimulates our human instinct. And it's going to be different for everybody. Yeah. And this is not. And the other thing I would say, the only other thing I would say, and I know we just have five minutes. I want to see if you want to give that advice. But the only other thing I would say about it is that you have to pay to go on and to get this content and know who is on there. Right. It's not like it's just available. It's not like there's a YouTube channel that you could go to and it's all there and you could scroll and look. You really have to know of somebody and then get their name and then go and find them. So yeah, it's exactly not, right. to me, I don't see how it's ruining anything. It's very private when it's behind a paywall. Uh, yeah. And it is and what I it is. I honestly found some really amazing supporters and followers through your show, both on OnlyFans and on Instagram. Yeah, I love um, that. Yeah, I love that too. It's being able to see 
that what you do is not just normal, but accepted and appreciated by others and encouraged by others. That Instead really, of judged. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. That helps a lot, too. And one of them reached out to me. They were like, hey, I haven't seen you post in a while. Are you okay? So and nice. like, I'm good. Yeah. I've been sick for a while. I'm trying to get everything back together. I'll be posting soon, I promise. Thank you for checking in on me. Yeah, people always tell me that they love, like, they get really great subscribers from my show and everything. And I always feel like, like, it tracks, like, I feel like my stuff is just very transparent. It's very open. It's very honest. It's okay. very non-judgmental. people are real. Yeah, and I feel like that's my audience is the same. You know what I mean? My audience yeah. is like me. They're fucking good people. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's, it's all above board. It's all the right. high highest of intention of to show people that this is not anything bad and those are the people that listen so those are that's the reason why you're getting those kind of people signing up but what did I know we have four minutes and you have to go on your time but what did you say you had advice or do we even need to talk about any of that or did we discuss yeah, it anyway? I mean I'll I'll be real quick here but um the biggest piece of advice that I have at the moment kind of stemmed from the hotel takeover party And we know there's different types of people in the lifestyle and things like that. But overall, if you're looking to be involved in the lifestyle, whether you're going to parties or going out and meeting people, it doesn't have to be a a competition. You're not in competition with everybody else there with you. Everybody's there for their their own purpose, their own reasons. And I only say that because unfortunately I didn't like witness some of that there, like a little bit of female cattiness that just seemed very, not just immature, but unnecessary for the setting. There's plenty of dick to go around, Lady Chill. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Um, But I I hope that people will really go into those situations with an, an open mind if they're interested in exploring that part of the lifestyle and know that you're not alone in what you enjoy and what you're looking for and that in places like that you are far more accepted than you expect to be right and I also believe that it's a it's a very safe place to uh, either participate or not participate in nobody will pressure you to do anything exactly there's room enough for everybody there's there's space for all personalities it's it's not a winner take all kind of thing. But it sounds like fun and you had a good time and Absolutely. I really can't wait to do it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I feel like that's going to be your new thing. I'm surprised it took you so long, but I get it. Life, kids, it's all the it's, it's yep. scheduling babysitters. I get it. And sicknesses. <laughs> all right, so listen Ginger, send me a picture of those shoes. Send me some more hot pics for my Patreon to go with this episode. It'll definitely be up soon. I'm going to put a link to everything, all of your stuff in the description. That's where people are going to be able to see the full on videos of you. They could also follow you on X. That'll be in the uh, link tree link, whatever that I get. But send me that. Send me the pics. Thanks so much for calling in, Ginger, and giving me your update. Thank you for having me again. I appreciate it. Happy holidays, Kathy. Take care. Thanks. Same to you, too. Have a good New Year and holiday. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube 
as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.